Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hello, and welcome back to the My Home, My Mission podcast. This is episode 34, and I am Chris in studio with my cohort in crime, Jordan. Welcome back to the podcast. Man, yeah. So we're continuing, picking up on uh, a little piece of the theme we started last week when we were talking about the book that you had been reading, and uh, we're dealing with the subject of fatherhood. So give us a little bit of insight about our today's episode, maybe what was the genesis behind that. So I've always known fatherhood's important. Yep. I think everybody listening thinks that's important. Sure. Um, but I'd say when I got to the section of what we're going to talk about today, um, what a successful fatherhood looks like, this was the eye opener for me. Mm -hmm. This was the one that woke me up and really spurred me on to some action as a father. And I hope it'll help somebody out there today. So he, he kind of starts this, this section of the book with, um, Talking about uh, the book Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. Yeah, Stephen Covey. Um, he talks about just evaluating, you know, what at the end of your life, what is a success? Like, what do you want people to say about you mm-hmm. um, at your funeral and that right, kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so he kind of talks about that a little bit, but he make, he puts a little spin on it since this is a fatherhood book. And he says, one day that moment's going to come where you you hug your child pat them on the back, and they get in the car and they go off to college. Or uh, that same kind of thing happens and they get on an airplane or they go into their first apartment and they move out. Yeah. And and so that was the eye-opener to me because I've got an 11-year-old and that time has flown and we've got maybe seven years left. Yeah. Which will fly even faster. So um, <laughs> so that was an eye-opener. And, and the way he... The way he put this is when that moment comes, when that time comes, is these questions come up in your mind as a father um, or as a mother, I'm sure. That's right. What have I given him? What wisdom, what love, what lessons is he carrying into the world? What brokenness is he bearing? And what's my legacy to him? Man. Um, Just some big questions. It is. And uh, I can tell you it's an arresting thought when this hits you. I, I don't remember how old my sons were. Uh, when this first hit for us, um, because I was like a lot of dads, I was driven, especially with the first one, because that's where you do all your uh, your experiments, and then you <laughs> hope that they don't need much therapy, uh, kind of <laughs> deal when it's over. But um, you know, when he turned, when he graduated high school, man, just a few weeks later, we've got him at the United States Military Academy at West Point. And I knew very clearly because they took his clothes, they shaved his head, they dressed him up <laughs> in another outfit. And I knew very clearly he was no longer under my direct influence. And, yeah. um, you know, you hope to that point that you've uh, you've done well. Now, I still communicate with my son, so I still have a coaching relationship or a friendship, I guess you'd say. Um, uh, I watch him now parenting his own son, uh, that kind of thing. So I get to still be involved. But... Really, the die's been cast at that point. You've pretty much set a tone, a standard of what fatherhood is, and uh, you hope it's there. I keep using the word hope because I think that's the antithesis of the book. The book says, don't have a hope so 
parenting philosophy, have a no-so, be intentional about it. So kind of like I said last week, if you're listening and you're a lady, please don't disconnect thinking, man, I'm I'm just a mom and I can't do this, especially if you're a single mom, um, Mm -hmm. because this is this, that just means you have both roles in this. But if you're a dad listening to this, this is not a place for you to fast forward or to be checking text messages while you're listening. Focus in and uh, work with us. Listen and see if you can gain here a desire to move from hope so to no so parenting as yeah. an intentional father. So uh, that's kind of where I'm thinking about. So yeah, that's that's really good because it's it's just one of those things in life that you're not gonna um, you're not gonna have the right you're not gonna have the answers to these questions we just talked about um, in that moment in the right place. You're not gonna have the right answers to those questions just by happenstance. Yeah. Um, just by chance. It's going to take effort, purpose, um, intentionality to get there. It's going to take, it's going to take some effort. So that's what we're going to talk about a little yeah. bit today. I mean, and your, your kid's going to have an answer to this question. If that's you're right. in the hope so mode, they're going to have the answer that their friends gave them or that they came up with on their own, or maybe they picked up in a small group at church perhaps. But if you want to know so, then you've got to define the direction of this. So kind yeah. of that first thing I think is maybe answering the question, what do you want your child to know about God and about himself or herself and about life? Uh, that's kind of the the big questions, I guess, that you drive there. So uh, you want to talk about that in here? Yeah. So the, the whole the whole purpose behind um, what we're doing again as a church uh, and what we're we're trying to impart to moms and dads is you are the primary faith trainer mm-hmm. in your child's life. You if they're going to know Christ, if they're going to follow Jesus and make much of him in their lifetime, um, their biggest chance at that is mom and dad. That's right. It's not it's not necessarily the the church they're in, which is a huge part of it. It's not necessarily the school they're in, or um, it's really not even what they're watching on TV. It's you are the main influencer. You are the you are the one who is is pointing them to to Jesus. They're watching your relationship with Jesus, and so we have to be purposeful in what do we want what do I want my child to know about God? And, mm-hmm. and then as we, as we teach them these things, like how does that affect what they know about themselves? How did they see themselves in light of how God sees them? What's their self image? Um, and then all of life. So how do we take what we teach about God and how that affects us? And how do we develop a biblical worldview as we send them out into the mm-hmm. world? Yeah, and an effective uh, father in this case, since we're talking about dads, an effective dad in this case is going to be one that looks at this uh, in a very organized, systematic kind of way. So when we when we put just to put it in context, if uh, if our student ministry, if Pastor Dylan, uh, who oversees students for us, um, he thinks about discipleship and a teaching strategy of what happens when an incoming sixth grader gets to my ministry, what do I want him to know? What I, how do I want him to think? What do I want him to be able to do uh, when he graduates as a senior in high school? And uh, we didn't just create that. That's really what a, what a parent's thinking of uh, when they're raising their children through, which is kind of the point of this. What do you want your children to know about God? And then how do you break that down? How do you teach that? Is it uh, is this a three-hour lecture on the Saturday before high school graduation at the kitchen table, or is this a lifelong pattern of learning, yeah. reinforcing, training, and so forth? 
So. Yeah, so that's that's a huge one. And and really, we have talked about these in other podcasts, but these could be, uh, I mean, we could have three podcasts out of this first sure, one. Sure, we could. Um, so if you haven't already, go way back to the beginning of this podcast mm-hmm. when we talked about really the intro episode of My Home, My Mission, but also when we talked about habits and we talked about rest, bless, gather, and go. Go back and listen to those if you haven't, um, because what you, the relationship you have with the Lord personally, um, chances are the the relationship your child has with the Lord won't surpass that. So so go back and listen to those. And how can you be a growing disciple of the Lord Jesus? And then how do we point our our kids to him. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what we want them to know. So that's a knowledge or a mm-hmm. cognitive aspect. And then maybe the second question is, what do you want your son or daughter to be? Mm-hmm. Um, so not just, not just what, what information do they know, what do they have in their toolbox, but how has that worked itself out in the way they're living their lives? So, uh, I think you think of this and, uh, we're thinking of this along lines of character. What kind of character do you want them to have? Yeah. And, so we're not, we're not laying out for them a planned career path. We're right, not saying, right. here's what we want our child to be. We want our child to be a fireman or a preacher or a vet or whatever. Um, well, we're we, saying preachers. Yes. We, we yeah. definitely want that. So, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why I said that one. There's I, two I, of them in there. I, yeah, that could be. It could be. We're important. Just yeah. ask us. We'll tell you. And we're humble, too. Yeah. So, yeah. so what kind of character do you want them to, to have? And that that's what we mean by what do you want your son or daughter to be? What kind of person do you want do you want them to be? And and when you answer that question, and I would encourage you, answer that question. Write that that answer down. Um, pray through that with um, with your with your husband or wife or, or just... Think if you're a dad, that. don't pray through it with your husband, though. That's right. Yeah, just with your wife. Yeah, yeah. got it. We have to say that. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a, anyway. Yeah. Write down the answer to that question. What do you want your son or daughter to be? Yeah. Um, what kind of character do you want them to have? Because um, Christ-like character isn't built by accident. We need to know what our goal is for them. What kind of person do we want to develop them into? And then we need to put steps in place yeah. to get there. So one of the ways um, that... Jody and I approached this with uh, our sons kind of along along the line. We went through an exercise many years ago of defining what did it mean to be an Aiken? Mm. Uh, what is it What yeah. is it that we stand for? What do we consider valuable? What are our values? And then what you hope is, is that after you've pressed that into their lives as important, after they've challenged it, after they've tried to undermine it, after they've uh, done all the things that they're going to do in the process of growing, that they end up adopting it. And it runs like the operating system of their life. Uh, it doesn't necessarily produce a particular output, but it tells them when information comes in, here's how you deal with it. When opportunities come in front of you, here's what you're going to do with those because it's the character driven part. We don't lie. We don't steal. We don't take advantage of others because that's not who we mm-hmm. are. Yeah. So, And one of the things I, I see parents getting, getting backwards a lot of times, I think we're, I mean, we tend to get these two backwards is we'll teach these character traits before we teach the first thing we talked about, how, their view of God, their view of themselves. Yeah, that's true. And so until until we get an understanding of who we are as um, sinful people in need of a Savior or sinful people who have been saved right. by the Savior, until we understand that and we see things through a gospel lens, we're not really able to 
to teach our kids character because we don't uh, we don't have the the proper understanding or they don't have the proper understanding um, of why don't we tell lies? Why don't we steal? Why don't we smack our brother and sister whenever they take something of ours? Um, we we have to get these in the right order. We we teach uh, who God is first, and we we disciple the kids first. Then we talk about these character traits and who we want them to be because you have to build on the right foundation. Yeah. So you kind of start with the why. Here's why we do this. And then the what, and then now we're talking about the how, how do you process Mm -hmm. these things that come through? So um, it's such a big deal and it feels kind of squishy maybe to some folks still, but um, at the end of the day, it really does boil down to um, how do you want them to be processing information as they raise your grandchildren? Uh, is one of the ways I think of it. Now, since my oldest is raising grandchildren and the youngest, newly married, I imagine in someday in the years ahead, we'll probably start his own family. So, um, you know, what do we want them to do? Yeah. Now, this this next one I think is super big too because it moves out of what do you want you to be to what skills do you want them to have. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. You need to have a certain amount of skills or knowledge to be able to function in the world we live in today. So um, talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Cause man, I, I see your notes and I think they're phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So when we're talking about what successful fatherhood is, there's certain things that, uh, that who better to teach a child than dad. Right. So um, practical, practical skills that they need to take on the world. So um, things like how to change a tire. Yeah, I made my kids <laughs> learn how to change a tire before I yeah. let them drive. I wanted them to know how to pull the spare out, and here's how you check the air pressure, and here's how you jack a car up, and yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah, and and there's this guy on YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of him, um, but there's a guy on YouTube that's his name is something Dad or something like that. He's he's a dad channel or whatever. But um, all his videos are things like how to change a tire, how to tie a tie, how to shave, all these yeah. kinds of things, and and. That's I think it's a really great channel. I love it. But here's the sad truth that points to that somewhere out there, dads aren't teaching their sons yeah. these things. That's a man. That's such a that's such an important piece. And by the way, you get an opportunity to come back around on the backside, but then you get yep. to do it from. Um, for, uh, it's not unusual. Matter of fact, my son, uh, my youngest son, when he was living in college and all, he called me up one day and he said, "I got to buy a new dryer." I'm like, "What do you have to buy a new dryer?" And uh, he's like, it stopped turning. And I said, oh, well, it's probably just the belt. What you need to do is take this, this, and this off. And I realized I've never told, he was never there when I had to do a dryer repair. Mm -hmm. So I never told him to. He's a great problem solver. And when we started unpacking the pieces of that, he was actually able to repair it with a couple of YouTube videos I sent him yeah, and, YouTube. and some some speakerphone stuff. He actually repaired it, and I was down at his house a month or two ago, two months, whenever it was, and uh, and that dryer's running now, and it's because he fixed it. So yep. basic skills that you want to teach or you want to teach later. And that's such a huge key is whenever when something's going on around the house that you're, you're doing, invite them in. Yes. Um, so... My son's getting to the point now where he's actually old enough that he he really does help. Um, but there was a there's a time when they're younger that yeah. it makes it take ten times as long. But and we've talked about this yeah. before. Um, but just the other day, um, my wife tells me the washer fluid's low in the van. Yeah. And so my first thought was, well, that's easy. I can go get that out of the shed and just put some in there. But I thought, you know what? I need to just say. 
you know what? To my son. Yeah. Go do it. I'm Fill excited it for him. Fill it up. Tell me about that. Um, so he hasn't done that yet. And okay. so it's that's on his list of things to do is put washer fluid in mom's van. Um, so so those are the kind of things invite them in if if they're younger than my son is you do it and show them show them how to do it let them take the cap off or whatever yeah. but they get to a certain age you say all right go put the fluid in the car yeah and so you're you're giving them those those things and then like like chris said there are times when you'll get a call later on when they're adults and i i don't have adult kids but i i, I am and was an adult kid so <laughs> Um, so one of the things I would always do is I would call my dad anytime I was about to grill something. Yeah. And I would just ask, you know, what do you do and or whatever. So I'd probably call him three or four times during that cook, during that time right, I was grilling. Right. And he would, he would graciously answer and help me. So there's always that coaching that goes on. But the key is um, we need to teach them practical skills um, we want them to leave our home knowing that I've been equipped to do these things because dad taught me. That's a big deal. Um, don't want to be that that absentee dad we talked about in the last episode. Um, that's just not there, not allowing them to be a part. Let them be a part of stuff. That's teach. exactly right. And there's other stuff that probably fits in there, too. Um, uh, putting back a certain amount of money, their paycheck into a savings account or opening an IRA or, or yeah. any other number of things that are, that are there. But it, the point is, is to figure out, Hey, what do I want? Answer the question. What skills do I want my child to have when they graduate and move away from me? Yeah. What do I want them to have in their back pocket? That's been done. Yeah. And, and something that just came to mind is you, you've probably heard in the news and, and things, you know, uh, well, schools ought to be teaching our kids how to do their taxes and how to open a bank account and open a retirement mm -hmm. account. Right. Yes, great. But um, but if they don't get that in school, the primary responsibility is on you, Dad, not not on the school. So we need to teach them those skills. And I walked sure. both of my sons through their first TurboTax returns for themselves, yeah. and uh, and they love doing it. And one of them just did the happy dance with his return, but I won't tell you which one. So anyway, <laughs> there's that. We. So <laughs> let's move to this next one. Yeah. Fourth question, what formation experiences do you want them to have? So what things do you want them to have been exposed to or to have experienced before leaving the nest? So I just wrote down a few, yep. but there are so many. And so you need to write down some, Dad, that's listening. What are some of those formational experiences that you want your, your kid to have? Um, I wrote down things like working a job, mm -hmm. having the responsibility of a job and getting there on time and all that, um, serving in, in his church, serving his community, um, going on a mission trip, things yeah. like that. All of those are good, good, practical, formational things that are going to help them, the, the experiences you want them to have before they leave home. Yeah. And what a fun opportunity. I was looking at those and going, I think I checked off. Well, not working a job. I did that with my youngest. My oldest, his job was to get into West Point. So mm -hmm. he was focused on all of those pieces on purpose because I told him, you don't need a job. We're going to do something different with you. Um, the youngest, man, I think through high school, he probably didn't work outside. Maybe his senior year, he worked a little bit at Cracker Barrel or something like that. But, uh, um, you know, all of these others, I got to experience the firsts with them, you know, their yeah. first mission trip, their first serving opportunity with the church, their first uh, serving in the community, making it better. So those are certainly whatever they are for you and your family. 
Um, you determine what the formational experiences are and then make sure that you plan those in at appropriate times to do it. So um, how would you say to the guy who's, and we do this a lot with our episodes, but um, out of these four questions, he's come down here and he says, um, listen, I've decided what I want my child to know about God. I've decided uh, who I want them to be. I've decided what skills I want them to have. I've decided the experiences um, through there. Now what? Yeah, the, the like we do say a lot. Do something, make make the the effort, put the effort in. Um, but here here's the the big statement: Don't leave your child's formation to yeah. chance. Yeah, make a plan and yeah. just kind of roll with your plan. And you can always edit it, modify it, change it, mm-hmm. adjust it as you go. But um, be intentional. That's it. So. Hey, that covers us for uh, this episode of the My Home on Mission podcast. You may have other thoughts or maybe some feedback on the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up the contact information that follows and know this. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.